here we are, Ben, episode one. I'm excited. I don't know about you, man, to talk some finances. Um, so the first episode, what we want to really preface today is what financial independence really is. Because um, obviously, if you can't grasp that, then it's going to be really difficult for you to achieve that. So, so Ben, give us your thoughts. Um, what is financial independence for teens? What's it mean for, for teenagers, for younger people? Yeah, so as a teenager, you have an insane amount of time on your side. And your part of the equation is really good when you're young. It allows you to have so much time to get ready to build this wealth and get yourself on your path to financial independence. And basically, so financial independence is the point at which you could stop working and never earn another dollar and your income will pay for all your expenses so that you can do whatever you want and you'll never have to make any money again. And so the financial independence and the retire early community, the whole goal of, our entire goal is to show you that there's another way, a way that you don't have to work for 45 years until you're 65 and then retire or not even know if you can retire because you don't have enough money yet. But we're, we're just thinking a little smarter and we're planning a future for ourselves where we can retire really early and use all these different tools that are part of this path to financial independence and use that time on our side to just get us to that, get us to that re early retirement. And I like that a lot. And you said something in there. And again, just to clarify, if someone watching this is completely new to personal finance, completely new to financial independence, I do just want to preface that what Ben said there means that retirement is not necessarily an age. It's, all, it's a calculation. It's when you're making enough money passively to cover your monthly, monthly expenses. Um, exactly. And so really one of the main you know, important things to understand at a very basic level is just the differences between assets and liabilities. And I know, Ben, that you have some cool stories about you utilizing credit in, in assets and liabilities and some index funds that you bought into as well. So talk a little bit about assets versus liabilities. Exactly. So your assets are basically your income producing vehicles. So assets are something like your salary or buying a house that you're renting out or your stock investments. Those are all assets that are making you money. Whereas a liability is something like a car payment that you're paying every month and it's not helping you whatsoever towards your financial future. It's just taking money out of your pocket every month that if it was compounded, it could get you a lot more money. So basically, one of, one of the huge things about cars and new cars versus used cars, oh, the man. average American has a car payment of $500 a month, which is absolutely absurd that someone will have to pay that, that much money every month on a car payment. Whereas if you, if you take compound interest, a $500 a month um, contribution to an investment, let's say an index fund, at 8% return, if you do that for 40 years, that's going to turn into $1.5 million. So if you're starting this at 18, by the time you're 58, you would have $1.5 million by just putting away $500 a month every month. That calculation, again, is just incredible. Um, if you're wondering where Ben got that calculation, he used, what was it was just a basic compound interest calculator, right? Yeah, if you just look on Google compound interest calculator, 
you can really put in what you have invested right now, how much you want to invest, how many years. The average interest rate is usually about 8% or that's what I use and most other finance people use for their um, predictions and that'll get you your total. And I think that's so interesting because it's almost like it's basically just a behavior and a perspective switch from that point, right? Because obviously we both have people in our lives who are financially independent, right? People who we look up to who have already achieved that level of financial independence. And then we have people in our lives who haven't done those things. So it's good for us to be able to kind of compare and contrast what people do. And like you said, I mean, if you're paying $500 a month for a car payment anyway, why wouldn't you throw that into something like an index fund, right? Where you don't even have to manage it. You just put money in and you let it do its thing and you let that money compound. And over time, what was it? $1.5 million from only exactly. investing 200 some thousand. Um, it's nuts. And so, you know, Ben, in your opinion, what do you think is the main driver behind people or people who are our age? So, you know, teenagers maybe who are interested in becoming financially independent. Why does it attract others and not some? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it depends on just what your outlook is and what you've been like exposed to a lot. A lot of people grow up in like a consumerism and American materialistic culture. So yeah. like everything is shop, buy, buy all these things, like show off to your friends. Like I got this Gucci, I yeah. got the new hype Jordan ones, but really like all of that stuff isn't for you. It's not making you internally happy and you're just buying it to show off and impress for people that probably at the end of the day, aren't really going to care that much. Yeah. And instead of you're putting that money into things that are building your wealth, it's, it's going to put you down a much better path. You know, Ben, I, I learned something interesting. I can't remember where I read it. I'll send it to you though off, off camera if I find it, but it's basically, it was this, it's called this complex. It's basically an idea. It's a concept in psychology that was used um, to describe how people view others who have a lot of material things, basically. And like you were saying, I think a big part of financial independence is just keeping up with the Joneses, right? Is, is the saying, right? So not, not giving in to buying those material things and instead putting your money in a place where it can work for you. And it's interesting because, you know, if, if me or you were to see a car, a really cool car on the street, like a Porsche or Ferrari, right? We would see that car and we would think in our heads, wow, what would we look like in that car, right? We're not looking at the person who's driving that car and it's like, wow, that guy's awesome. Like, he's so cool. It'd be like, what would we look like in that car? So, you know, internally, we all have this drive to want to, pro pro to, want to project ourselves to other people. Um, and that's just not the way that everything's perceived. And so, like you were saying, I think, honestly, a huge part of finances is knowing the difference between what an asset and a liability is, how to use them, and then being able to not keep up with the Joneses um, and not fall into that trap. And I think that's a good start for anyone at any age. Exactly. And so, like, a big part of it is just making small changes. And so you don't have to go from, like, shopping every weekend buying all the new things to all of a sudden being a total minimalist owning nothing and only <laughs> investing yeah. like for most people that's a really hard thing to do and so it's about taking these small action steps that can really help towards changing your mindset and just opening yourself up to new opportunities which is what we're trying to do here and teach you by going over the next few weeks on these different topics and going into more depths on what these different paths of financial independence are and 
how can we help you achieve them? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And so Ben, I think a really uh, a cool story would be for you to share your um, budgeting, like what you do with, with your budgets. Cause I know that you have a very strict budget in terms of your monthly expenses. Um, and for someone of your age, that isn't something that's actually super common, right? For, for someone you're, you're, you're so young um, to be having that budget. So talk, I, I would love to just hear more about um, your thought process because you're making good money right now with, with your bulk and with your book business, but yet you still choose to live below your means. Um, so why, why do that, right? If you're making enough money to where you could, you could, you could live to almost whatever you dream, right? Why would you still continue to live below your means? Exactly. So, I mean, all of that comes down to just wanting to hit that five and just want to have that freedom of not having to work and be able to do what I want to do. And so for me, that looks like keeping a really low budget and investing everything I have extra. I mean, this year, my goal is to have $100,000 invested by the time I turn 20. And I mean, when, when, you, when you look at that and you put that into a financial um, compound interest calculator, the, ma the magic just starts flowing. And so that's what keeps me focused on my goal. I'll look that up in a sec, what, what that'll be in like 30 years. Yeah, that'd be but that keeps me going on my goal. And so my, my budget every month is to stay under $2,000 a month. And an another thing that does is it really takes the stress off myself to like overwork or to try and do too much because I know I only need about $24,000 to live on. And if we go back to what I was talking about before that $500 a month, if I'm, my expenses are only $24,000 a year, and even if I'm a, in a low income earner, like 40,000, I'm still putting away $16,000 a year, which is like $10,000 more a year than that $500 a month. Exactly. And it's getting me that much closer to financial independence. That's awesome. And, and Ben, I think we, you know, of course, with your story, with where you're at right now, and also where I'm at right now in my journey to financial independence, I think one of the most important things for young people to understand, and I guess really anyone, but of course our podcast is targeted to younger individuals, is the importance of long-term versus short-term thinking. Everything that you just mentioned in your story, um, you know, it sounds to me like a lot of the reasoning behind that is because you have things that you want to do long-term, right? You want, you have that dream of, of not having to actually work if you don't want to, right? To be making money passively. Um, and so that long-term goal and that long-term vision is what lets you and allows you to make decisions now to help you get there. And one of the things that I've noticed is that most things that are good short-term for you, like going out and buying that really expensive pair of shoes or going out and you know buying that cool car to impress everybody isn't good for you long-term. So I think that that's also just a really a pivotal and a key perspective shift. If, if financial independence is something that you do desire, right? You know, understanding that making decisions that are going to benefit you in the long term is really where you're going to see the most growth. Exactly. And also with all the different investing strategies, there's so many ways to get this money out tax-free yeah. tax even before your retirement age out of these retirement accounts. And that's more advanced stuff that we're going to go into in some other episodes. But so I just looked it up and if I took my $100,000, which is my goal by the time my birthday comes around this year, yeah. if I didn't invest a penny and just let that grow for the next 40 years at an 8% return, I would have $2.1 million. And that is just letting it grow and doing absolutely no more contributions. And so 
with our age and being young, if we're just putting a little bit of money towards that every month, um, it, it can just change your life. And one of, one of the things I even like recommend a lot of people like that don't really want to go to college or don't know what they're going to do instead of going to college and starting to go into debt for all that money. If your parents like will still let you live with them for a while, you can stack that money and basically have no expenses and invest everything. And if you even if you're working a minimum wage job and you're just working like 40 hours a week and you're putting that money away, you can set yourself up real good, really quick for that future. Just, just by thinking a little smarter than the rest. You're right. And again, it just goes back to that point, right? One, you're not keeping up with the Joneses because you don't care that you're, you know, maybe going to a university, partying with your friends, you're still choosing to live at home and save money versus going out and doing something more traditional. And again, you have that long-term perspective, right? You have things that you want to do long-term. Um, so I can't stress that enough. I mean, I seriously, I've talked to a lot of people, of course, before we started this podcast, we've all done our research, me and you, Ben, um, about financial independence. And, and it, it boils down to just a, cue, a, a few different types of thinking, of thought, right? And, and that's really what it comes down to. And, you know, it's a shame that some of this stuff isn't taught in our school system. Um, I really wish that a lot of this, this stuff would be. Um, just curious, Ben, do you have any idea why maybe it's not? taught in our school system? I mean, our school has gotten some financial education at this point, but it was not very yeah. great. And yeah. most schools just don't have it. But I know that the Choose Five podcast and um, their curriculum, they're pushing really hard to pass some laws to get that into schools now and oh, really? get real education going. And I think they've actually gotten a few things approved now. Um, to actually get that rolled out and start actually like helping people with a real like financial plan and real knowledge for that. Wow, that sounds fantastic. I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm going to have to do a little bit more research about that because I hope that they can do something. Um, yeah, I, I know oh there's a lot of people on the like the community boards that um, are part of schools and also part of the FI community. And so they're, they actually have a say in their communities and they're able to get this rolled out and the curriculum into the, into the systems, which hopefully will come across federally eventually. Yeah. I mean, it, it would almost have to at some point, right? You know what I mean? If you get that snowball flowing, if you get that exactly. snowball rolling down the hill, eventually the, uh, the, United, the government's got to do something about it. They can't ignore it um, at that point. So Ben, just to recap then, financial independence um, living free, right? Not having to have a job, not having to have to work if you, if you don't want to. Let's recap. What is, again, financial independence? It's a calculation, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's a, it's a calculation towards your future. It's, it's living below your means. It's spending less than you make. It's investing as much as you can that's over. Well, not, well, not living like strict to the bone, but you can still enjoy yourself. It's just, it's just living a little bit smarter and then these topics that we're going to go over through the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about credit churning and rewards and how even as a, at a young age, we can get thousands and thousands of dollars of free travel, free hotels, or just cash back money for just spending money on things you're going to do anyway. And then we're also going to talk about index funds. We're going to talk about how to start investing, how to open a brokerage account, how to open a Roth IRA, what account do I want? And we're going to really help you guys with that. And then we're also going to go in to just learning some tax op optimization eventually 
and budgeting. And we're just going to go over these, we're going to make these videos that are just going to help you and explain these different steps of FI and how you can just think a little differently and get yourself on the path to financial independence. Yeah. So again, guys, episode number one, this is episode number one. Um, our podcast is centered around, you know, doable, very doable things that younger people can start doing now to make sure that they set themselves up for the future. Um, so just like Ben mentioned, we're going to make these little videos over different, different ways that you can start on that journey, right? Very, very doable, applicable things that young people can do in their lives. We're going to walk you through every step on how to do that, how we've implemented some of these things that we talk about in our own lives and with our own businesses. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. And, and I think, of course, that there needs to be a conversation and a shift around this topic. So I'm really glad that we're doing this. So Ben, to cap off episode one on what is FI, what is your biggest best piece of advice for a teenager, someone around our age who wants to start on that journey? Biggest piece of advice. Just, just take, a, take a look at the compound interest calculator. See what you're making right now and see how those little changes can get you on a skyrocketing path. And also stay tuned for the next episode. And if you have any questions, you can DM us on both our Instagrams and we'll get those questions answered either on a live stream or on one of our next episodes. Um, and you can check those out at benbooks34 and Coach Jared on Instagram. Perfect. Yep. We'll see you guys so in the next one. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and we'll see you in the next one.